If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani back with you. I hope uh, you're going to uh, stay with us for the full hour because the uh, mayor's final words are going to concern a topic that I think is something that we all have to we all have to be involved in. Otherwise, we're just not going to succeed in turning this country around because the 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 leadership of this country, if that's what you can call it, is frightening. It's frightening in the issues that it gets us into. It's frightening in the lying that it does. I mean, you can go from one issue to another, to another, to another, and you're filled with lies, filled with lies. Now, the first thing I want to uh, focus on is the, this whole thing with the mask, which has become, I don't know how to describe it. I mean, if you wanted to do a lesson for children and how not to lie, it might be a good thing to teach them. What, who, who can possibly give us now a consistent narrative of a mask? We were first told originally that a cloth regular mask, not a, a very special surgical mask, was relatively, if not completely useless for dealing with the coronavirus, the original CCP virus. Who told us that? Fauci told us that. He now tells us that he lied to us about it because there weren't enough masks available. And therefore, he was afraid that there'd be a run on masks. And therefore, he was going to tell us something that was unsafe and dangerous because of that. I don't know whether to believe that or not, because if that's what he would do, he really should have been fired immediately. In other words, if, if masks are so critical that we're going to give people tickets and put them in jail if they don't wear it, and the uh, big honcho on science in the United States tells us they're not even safe to wear and they do nothing, but he's lying about it, then he's endangering our health and our safety and our lives. And he's a liar. But then he tells us they're critical. And at some point, he tells us we should wear two and three. And at other points, we had people arrested for it. And now I think we've come to the point, without reviewing all the studies and all that, we could go through them because we've done them on this show. I've done them on rudyscommonsense.com. I've done them with Dr. Ryan on uncovering the truth. There's no question that the good old regular mask that you wear on your face is just a piece of junk. It doesn't do a damn thing except maybe if you're a child and you have the sniffles, it helps to spread disease. Because you wear this stupid thing for six hours a day. Think back to when you were in grade school. How many kids were? (laughs) Now that all stays in. It doesn't get out. And just think of the psychological damage. It's been two years now the kids have been masked. I mean, that's what I think they did that to the Count of Monte Cristo when they locked him up uh, and put him 
and put him in isolation. They put him in a mask. Well, who was that guy in the mask? The man in the iron mask. Masks do not help. They do not help. With all of that, the governor of New York, if that's what she is, I, 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 we never voted for her, so I really don't think she's the governor. And when I listen to her, I'm not going to even tell you what I think she sounds like. She's going to continue her mask mandate. New Jersey is getting rid of it. I think Connecticut's getting rid of it. No one can defend it based on the science. So now what the, uh, the Democrats are doing, the Republicans abandoned the mask thing a long time ago, following the science. Now we've got Democrats abandoning the mask, following the science. So tell me what Adams and Hochul are doing. What are they following? Voodoo? They're following the voodoo. Wear a mask, wear a mask. I mean, this is moronic. And if it weren't uh, affecting your health, it would be tragic. Tragic. The masks should be gone, out, throw them away. You don't need them. They probably never did any good, and it may turn out they did more harm. Similarly, I think the lockdowns are definitely going to be shown to have done more harm when you count up the number of suicides, the cancers that were not addressed, the heart uh, conditions that weren't caught, the stress, the dangerous uh, 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 things that it did to young people who at that age are extremely impressionable in terms of being locked in, locked down, without uh, 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 children around to play with and to be with. And how much did it prevent the spread, really? How much? When you look at countries that didn't do it. Almost none. So we didn't follow the science. This thing got taken over. You know when it started? It started okay when Trump Trump was helping uh, the governors, and the governors were praising Trump for sending the ship, and, all, and they were all doing trial and error and trying to work. Somebody decided in the Bidenista camp, the hate America, uh, let's win as Democrats so we can make America socialist. They decided that Trump was going to get too popular. Somebody made a call to Cuomo and to Newsom, and they said, stop praising that guy. You keep praising that guy. We're going to have that guy around. And, man, he's trying to break up our entire criminal scheme, the whole scheme that makes us all rich, pal. And whether you're participating in it or not, (laughs) <laughs> the Biden family is looking at you, baby. The Biden crime family is taking a good look at you. Those Pelosi's, they've been taking in a fortune. They're taking a good look at you. The Clintons, oh, my God. How much have they taken in? We've been, we've been raping Ukraine for 12 years, and this will stop the rape of Ukraine? We've been pulling money out of there like crazy? I mean, this turned into politics 101 immediately. And that brings us to Ukraine. What's going what's gonna to happen there? And does our president have anything to do with it at all? We see, uh, we see Macron and uh, the new chancellor of Germany, they're, they're wor- working at it. But I, basically, all where, here, here's, here's, our, here's our approach. Ukraine is going to be invaded by Russia, and Russia is going to win. I just summed up for you the statements of uh, the three people uh, the closest to Biden and Biden. 
There surely is going to be an invasion within the next two or three days. The Russian forces are very, very uh, significant. It's going to be catastrophic, going to be really bad, and the Russians are going to win. And we're going to, we're going to put more troops in Poland. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Would you like to do anything, Joe, to like uh, uh, dissuade them from doing it? I mean, maybe even a little fake or something, like a little something like I might think about using m- military. For, I might think about it. But then, you know, he knows what a what a weakling you are. He knows what 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 Gates knows that you've been wrong on every foreign policy decision you've ever made. And he knows and he knows he knows he's already beaten you. He's already outsmarted you that you're already a guy he can take the way he can take you. There you are sitting by and your citizens are watching on television a multi-zillion dollar produced episode known as Isn't China Great? That's what the Olympics are about. China is wonderful. Meanwhile, uh, whether you have an obligation to the other athletes or not, athletes are complaining about not having hot food. They're complaining about being uh, living in things that are more like uh, prison cells, uh, they're complaining about uh, not being sufficiently nourished in order to compete. And uh, there, and uh, every one of the networks, uh, particularly NBC, is making a fortune, refuses to allow any critical commentary get made. In other words, our commitment to transparency, the First Amendment, telling the American people the truth, has been completely subjugated to the communist form, which is uh, no free speech, which is the same as the thing as, same thing as a democratic form, which is no free speech for anyone in America who's a conservative, like me. I'm not allowed to talk about the uh, election fraud. Uh, I wasn't allowed for a long time to talk about how uh, Biden's family were a bunch of crooks, as proven by the hard drive, and uh, not until after the election was well over. So the American people didn't know it, but they elected a guy who collected over $31 million in money from our biggest enemy, China, it is now proven. It's now fact. Of course, our completely sold-out law enforcement services and our useless attorney general will do nothing about it. Uh, uh, th- that guy, the attorney general, is still looking for parents that are disrupting uh, school board meetings. I think he has one in a little suburb in California who's going to be arrested uh, tomorrow, and they're going to raid. I, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't give this up. They're going to raid about 4 in the morning. Uh, this woman was whistling during a um, – and in and, 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 and an extremely offensive way. She was doing interrupting whistling. And she's going to be arrested, and, uh, and she's going to be uh, held in jail. They're going to put her in the same jail as the people, you know, on January 6th, uh, January 6th of last year who still haven't seen the outside of a prison because they were involved in terrorism. You know, they bombed all kinds of places and they killed all sorts of people. You know that, right? Except we can't figure out where they bombed or who they killed. And the FBI on that one won't go along with insurrection, nor will they go along with the fact that it was planned. But they're working on it. They're they're seeing if they can develop some fraud and fraudulent evidence. And they got the two chief ones working on it. Shifty Shift and uh, the traitor Swalwell, you know, the one with the Chinese mistress since he was a, a city councilman and uh, never questioned about uh, 
I don't know, is it because he's so charming? Or did he give us secrets? And why the heck is it is he why the heck is it is he always favorable to China? And why was he the guy just in the right place at the right time to try to persecute and to destroy Donald Trump for five years? Uh, was he paid to do that? Hmm? And uh, how about does the $31 million that the Bidens got from China affect their unwillingness to condemn the Olympics? Is that the reason why we're participating when we shouldn't be? Because our president is morally uh, comp- compromised by China and can't speak out against Americans participating in a Olympics run by a country that, as it runs an Olympic, kills and destroys and tries to wipe, wipe out as a, as a whatever you want to call it, a religion, a race, an ethnic group, the Uyghur people. Is that why we're doing it? Is because Joe Joe is into them for thirty one bill? Aren't we entitled to know the answer to that? No, 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 because we're not a democracy. We're a democrat country, not a democracy. Big difference. Big, big difference. And when we come back, we'll uh continue with that and plenty more. Radio Show. Good afternoon, America. You're listening to the Rudy Giuliani show, and thank you very, very much. Uh for uh, for tuning in. There's a lot to talk about today, so stay right here because at the end I'm going to also be bringing you the mayor's final thoughts. Well, you know, we've seen about as much hypocrisy as we possibly can from the Democrat Party. The media covers it up all the time. I mean, way, way back, uh, Cuomo wasn't wearing a mask. We remember uh, Newsom in California we remember Lightfoot in uh, in New Jersey had the whole place closed down. Nobody could go to a to a to a place to get their hair done. No woman could get her hair done in Chicago. She went and got her hair done and said, "Well, I'm the I'm the I'm the mayor." Oh, come on! Over and over and over again, uh, De Blasio was very angry at a bunch of Jewish people that were at, at a funeral, and he even referred to them as Jewish people, who were causing him trouble. And then uh, within 24 hours, he's seen. Without a mask on, with his wife, and with all of these people from the union that was supporting him. Well, I mean, the one that really bakes, takes it all is Stacey Abrams, who uh, I, everyone has probably seen that picture. There she is, big, big smile on her face. And all these kids looking rather unhappy, all kind of pushed into mass. What's the point of the picture? I, I don't get it. What is the point of the picture? Uh, uh, children get COVID, but adults don't? That's science? It's just the opposite. What is the point? So here, here was the defense. Listen to this defense. People are jumping on it because it was Black, uh, it was black uh, Remembrance Month. So what the heck does that have to do with it? It means that if you're celebrating Black Remembrance Month, and that's your intent. You don't have to wear a mask because doing that makes it impossible for you to spread the COVID virus. Just like they allowed all the thousands and thousands of Black Lives Matter and Antifa people not to wear masks. But other people couldn't go to church because if you were if you were demonstrating to kill cops, which is what they were demonstrating for, by the way, you don't yell out pigs in a blanket, fry them like bacon if you don't want cops killed. Sorry, uh, they call them the George Floyd uh, riots. I call them the kill cops riots, which is why we set a record last year for killing cops. 
but they don't have to wear masks. So let's let's listen to um, let's listen first to um, to the View criticizing Stacey Adams for this. This is amazing that they're actually turning on each other. Shouldn't she have read the room a little bit there? I'm, I'm a little bit shocked because Stacey Abrams, to me, is one of the most intelligent people in politics. Brilliant. And she kind of slipped up here. It was an unforced yeah. error and it, of, of the worst sort. I think it was really hypocritical, actually. First, her statement. First of all, this has nothing to do with Black History Month. It, it's the, the point is that she was not wearing a mask when she is one of those proponents of mask mandates. <laughs> She's brilliant. <laughs> She's an insurrectionist. She hasn't accepted the results of the election. Hmm, they didn't mention that. They didn't mention that one, did they? And now let's 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 listen to uh let's listen to a Connecticut mother on uh, the problems for her kid. Her kid would have been like one in the audience. I, I want you to take a look again at that picture. You can find it all over online. And I want you to look at the faces of the children. I really do. Look at her face with that big stupid smile on her face. And then look at the children kind of like, it looks like their faces like forced into the mass. So now let's listen, let's listen to, this is cut three, Connecticut mom. My daughter is a senior at foreign high school. She looks over and she sees her math teacher and she says, oh my God, hi, Miss So-and-so. And the teacher says, oh my God, hi, I didn't even recognize you. I've never seen your face before. Layla's been in that class for three and a half months. This is dehumanizing, it's demoralizing, and these teachers should see a human face. I mean, that should have been true for almost two years now. This is child abuse, and it's being perpetrated by uh, Governor Hochul and Mayor Adams at this point, and by the White House that's become, un, uh, that's become equivocal about it now. So we'll be back after the break. We've got a lot more coming up. We're going to hear from you. And then we've got the mayor's final thoughts. America is now $30 trillion in debt. Think about that. $30 trillion. Your great, great, great grandchildren can never pay that back. Democrats are looking for revenue to help finance their multi-trillion dollar climate and social welfare programs. CNBC says that the government already owns a piece of your traditional 401k or IRA. Retirement funds are in the crosshairs of Dems who want to access. Now at a subject that just gets worse and worse and worse and worse and probably I'm not sure it's the one that frustrates me the most. Maybe it does because it's the one I know I I know what to do about the most. We had we had a crime wave last year that's hard to describe. Uh, Sixteen cities set records, all time lifetime records for murder. Uh, most of them, if not all of them, had Democratic uh, D, uh, mayors. Many many of them, a dozen or so, had. Uh, that were elected by George Soros, only by George Soros. Uh, most of them never were prosecutors before. Most of them were second-rate uh, uh, lawyers, if, if, that, if that even is accurate, and would never have been DAs in a million years except for a million bucks. Uh, Soros put millions and millions, and he's invested somewhere around $30 million in destroying our criminal justice system, 
and he's done a really good job. He got his results, really, in 20 and 21. In 20, he got all the rioters left out of jail. I could probably do a map, and we'll eventually do a podcast in which I link up the rioters that were let out of jail to the DAs that Soros bought and put in one, two, three, four, and $5 million for. We can easily link them up to the places that are committing murder out of control. Well, it's continuing right into this year. And all of this brag stuff, uh, even his so-called retraction, which basically says instead of letting 80 percent of the people out, he'll let 70 percent out or maybe 60. Right. Yeah. Like, for example, uh, uh, resisting arrest will not automatically mean you go to jail. So why not resist a little? Uh, Thefts of of small amounts, which could be nine hundred, a thousand, two thousand dollars. No jail. So you know what they do in 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 San Francisco and in, and in Los Angeles, where think where they're trying to get rid of the DA. Says we should be with this guy. They, they go in, they do an eight hundred dollar uh, uh, robbery, and then they come back and do another eight hundred dollars, then another eight hundred, then another eight hundred. I mean, you can do eight, eight grand a day. Not bad for a professional stick up man. A lot better than jail, which is where I used to put him. Right? Who do you think they'd vote for? Who do you think the stick up men would vote for? Me, or Adams, me or Bragg, me or Newsom, me or any Democrat. Why do you think? Why do you think the Democrats want to re, want to remove the uh, the imposition on voting for people in jail? <laughs> what does it mean that the crooks want you? What does it say to you that the crooks want you to be in power? Well, let's listen to this. Uh, uh, um, I mean, there's a um, I'm sorry, we don't have a we do not have a uh, a cut on this. But I mean, just in the last day, we had three people killed, uh, two of them hurt, several others shot. And it's going on all over the city. It hasn't stopped. Our law enforcement mayor is going on television shows, giving out recipes so you don't have to eat meat. I mean, I don't mind him doing that once he accomplishes something. So far, he has one accomplishment. He set the record for the highest increase in crime in the first month that he was in office, 40%. Looks like it's sticking at 40% this month, and murder seems to be getting a little worse. That's what I'm looking at, Adams, not you uh, bacon uh, uh, grass. I mean, you know, like uh, weeds. Well, who knows? Some kind of weeds or other. And the guy that really I think is hilarious, I mean, these guys should really uh, hang out together, Trudeau and Biden. Has Trudeau come out yet? I mean, when Trudeau comes out and you don't see his shadow, does that mean we have a much longer winter? Man, he is really afraid of those truckers. Woo! I know a lot. I mean, I've gone back and forth across that border. I I did a whole bunch of – they used to take heroin back back and forth across the border. I did a great case up, up near the Canadian border where they were using a hotel, a mafia case, a mafia, mafia organization from Brooklyn was bringing uh, drugs in through the organized crime family in Montreal. And they really, they, they really had a, a racket. They had the whole, t- whole hotel bought. They had a second hotel. They had a backup place. They had a safe house. It was quite an operation. It was also fascinating taking it down. But it's a shame seeing all this come back. I, I, I saw this. I think I was naive enough when I left office 
and saw Bloomberg and Ray Kelly continue it successfully, I might add. I'm beginning to become uh, um, uh, naive enough to think it would continue, and it's breaking my heart to see that it isn't. Now, it's not just New York. What they've done is they've taken their Democratic programs of, you know, don't do anything about crime, and they've spread it to just about every major Democrat city, which is now setting records for murder. Like in St. Louis, there was a woman arrested. Just, 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 I'm just saying a woman in an apartment. Look, look at the damage this woman in one apartment did. The apartment is 4451 Forest Park Avenue, and her name or nickname is Chunny Ann Reed. She was arrested by uh, says federal prosecutors, I imagine the Drug Enforcement Administration and the local police. She was arrested for uh, selling uh, cocaine laced with fentanyl. But right now the statistics show that nine people in one Saturday overdosed there. Five of them died immediately. And then on Sunday there were a couple leftovers, two more died. So we don't know. Uh, the, uh, the final number I see, and there's a little inconsistency here, is that six people died, and that's within two days. It appears from the brief interview that was done with her that uh, she was selling cocaine, and it, uh, starting on Friday, she sold cocaine all the time. That was her little store, you know, a little stop. You go, you go to that store, and you get, you, you get your fentanyl, and I mean, you get your cocaine, but this was laced with fentanyl. Maybe a surprise. Uh, a surprise not only for the eight people who died, even two firefighters who assisted in trying to clean the place up had to be treated for having a very serious reaction to the opioid in the atmosphere. This is going on in St. Louis in one little apartment. In one little apartment, six Americans die. And uh, Mr. President, do you know where that comes from? The country that gave you seven, uh, $31 million. Yeah. China. The fentanyl comes from China, the country that gave you $31 million, Through the border, you don't enforce. Through the border, you leave open. Through the border in which you don't stop anybody from coming in. Through the border in which you, with your policies toward China and Mexico and the border, oh, you love to set records, Mr. President. You set a record for fentanyl overdoses last year, you bum. If I had a kid who died of fentanyl, I don't want to tell you what I'd want to do to you. How did we put you in the White House? How did we put a career criminal in the White House? Well, we're getting the results of it. We're getting record crime. But I, I, I take you down to the basic. One apartment building, one apartment building, one apartment room, sweet. Six people dead. In, less, in 24 hours. And it sounds to me, I mean, I, I, this is an area that I probably know the most about. My first big job as a prosecutor was running the narcotics division in the U.S. Attorney's Office way back when we had the French Connection. This sounds like this, this lady, this Chunny Ann, she sounds like a, at best a middle-level dealer who was selling cocaine in St. Louis. And somehow, somewhere, somebody stuck fentanyl in her cocaine now. Did she know about it? Didn't she know about it? Most likely she didn't. Why the heck would a local drug dealer want to kill their customers? That makes sense. I, uh, I unfortunately got to know lots of drug dealers. Met one. Met one, by the way, in Los Angeles. You, I may or may not show you, show you the, uh, the tape of my conversation with him. 
met a guy that I put away for 38 years who uh, thanked me, kind of. <laughs> but he was involved in the largest, in one of the largest uh, heroin rings in the history of New York City. Now, he's not going to kill his people. You get it. You get it. I mean, it's like a business. Think of it as a business. You develop a good heroin cocaine customer. You send them off for rehab. Don't you know that? They would find places for you to go to rehab because particularly with heroin, you develop a tolerance. You need so much of it. You can't you you, you now can't even take anymore. You're going to die. Even the even the your 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 dealer knows you're going to die. He doesn't want you to die because he's going to lose millions or hundreds of thousands. So he packs you all up and he sends you off on uh, on on a rehab thing. And you come back, you're fine. And he doesn't even bother you. He just waits about three, four weeks and you come back. So I don't think uh, Chunny Ann, who should be punished miserably here for what she did, I don't think she's the um, she's the ultimate criminal here. She's only a criminal. But this is much more complicated. And by the way, it goes right to you, Joseph R. Biden. If you didn't if you didn't allow China to do what they do with fentanyl and you can't do a damn thing about it because they'll sue you for the 31 million back. If you didn't keep that border wide open and encourage it to being wide open, it wasn't coming in like this two years ago and three years ago. Yes, it was coming in, but we were beginning to get a hold on it. The overdoses were beginning to go down. Now, going up, prediction for this year, even more. And this is the way it happens. A lot of it happens uh, as a surprise to the drug dealer. And think about it a little deeper now for a second. The drug dealer doesn't want us dead, but who would like to see us dead and in chaos? China. Let's go to um, let's go to Ray. Hello. Hey, Ray, how are you? Okay, Mr. Mayor, uh, you're the best. I just want to thank you for being the best mayor ever. Thank you. Wish we can get you back. So here's my question. All these DAs that are letting up to $999 get stolen without any arrest or anything, whenever that happens, they should be required to give a voucher and pay the vendor that just got robbed. Not a bad idea. How about we take away their qualified immunity like they did for cops? So if they don't hold the person and somebody gets injured, they can sue them. How about we take away qualified immunity for, for, for the DA and make him responsible? So if somebody uh, is let out, let's say a rapist is let out on bail, rapes another young girl, the young girl can sue the DA. Uh, uh, the, the cops, you know, that's what they took away for cops. So why shouldn't the prosecutors be treated uh, like the cops? Particularly, the, I'm not even talking about the assistant DA now. I'm talking about the DA. Just like you shouldn't be talking about the individual cop, you should be talking about the boss. But how about Bragg being individually responsible uh, so that you could sue him in court if one of the people he lets out on bail? uh, How about if he were uh, liable to uh, civil civil uh, uh, civil penalties the way police officers are? And why are police officers liable for that, but not D.A.'s? You know, I want to really urge all of you to listen to the podcast that's coming out. Tomorrow, I think it is, because we did it with uh, Gordon, Gordon Chang, who knows really the most about China. He gives quite a detailed explanation of how we got lured into this. 
And he also gives a very, very uh, cogent explanation of how bad it is and how much it has to do with fentanyl and how China is interested in almost anything that will kill us or disrupt us, uh, i.e. CCP virus, fentanyl. You know, it just every time I think of the Chinese Olympics and I think of the fact that uh, a, year, a year or so plus they were sitting around in China and they were deliberately deciding to send people from China to the United States, to Italy, to Europe, while they were closing down China for a month or a month and a half, knowing how dangerous it was, knowing that they were going to kill people, but they were going to even the score and China would not be at a competitive disadvantage. See, this is the way they look at murder because they're communists. You've, you've got to understand the communist mentality. You better understand it because they're coming to get you. And fentanyl fits right. Fentanyl fits right into it completely, 100 percent right into it. Well, we'll uh, take a short break and we'll be back with uh, one or two more phone calls and the mayor's final thoughts. Talk Radio 77 WABC. And now it's time for the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Mayor's final thoughts. This is Rudy Giuliani back. Uh, with uh, the final thoughts, which will be brought to you by Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org. Uh, just before I get to that, I want one person's been holding on for 42 minutes, and I thought we'd give him a chance to get on. I know it's kind of hard uh, to get on. That's Jay. Jay? Hey, Rudy. Good to talk to you. Um, yeah, I just wanted to talk about COVID. I'm actually glad you brought up Stacey Abrams, too. So basically what Stacey Abrams was saying, um, it's a great message that Democrats use it a lot, is I'm a black woman, so I'm above criticism. So and how dare you criticize me of all times during Black History Month? It's a really good way to deflect <laughs> right. uh, when you something, you know, in poor, in poor taste. And then the other thing I just want to say real quick. So I'm a service person in Jersey. I go into strangers homes every day. Um and it's nonsense. It's all about power and control. I mean, I get people, you know, you need to wear a mask. They're not wearing a mask. I'm like, are you going to wear a mask? Well, this is my home. Well, what, what, so you're you're immune in your own home? I, I don't understand. <laughs> That's science, right? <laughs> I tell you, Jay, the hypocrisy of this. But you see, when the, when the politicians and the leaders act hypocritical, then, of course, the followers or the people that follow do. So how can you expect... How can you expect people to take Biden and Adams and Hochul and Abrams all seriously when they they violate the policy constantly? It means that they don't believe that it's seriously related to the spread of a disease. Otherwise, they wouldn't put themselves in that condition. It means that they're lying when they say they they follow the uh, the science. Uh, Piers Morgan has a very, very good article in the Post about uh, Stacey uh, Abrams' hypocrisy and also the, uh, on a broader level the meaning of this hypocrisy and how it really is de- destroying whatever remaining trust there is in government. Well, my final thoughts for today go back to the Olympics because we have this this uh, uh, athlete, Gu, uh, Gu, Go, Guo, however you pronounce her name. Uh, what's the right pronunciation of the name? Does anyone know the right pronunciation of the name of the person who won? I'm not following the Olympics. 
But I see she there's a dispute about whether she was born in the United States or not. But she's 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 uh, playing for China. Come on. That better not be true. That better not be true. I mean, that, that's the coup de grace for why we should have pulled out of this Olympics. I have no idea why the United States of America's Olympic Committee wants to spend all this time, all this money, all this effort, put all these athletes through all of this to glorify China. It is called in many places the Genocide Olympics. And it is true. The country you're glorifying is at the very moment that you're up there with your national anthems and your medals. They're murdering people. It's like the 1936 Nazi Olympics. No different. No different. Although China, I think, is much further along in its slaughter of people than Hitler was. And it's even more obvious to the whole world. This is a disgrace that we're doing this. This is going to be another one of those Biden black marks that lives in history. You say, well, the athletes train forever and ever to do this. We could have put on a wonderful demonstration game for them this summer or, 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 or maybe in the fall when it gets cold and, and had countries that wanted, to, that wanted to participate and not glorify a country that kills 60 million of its own people, a country that killed how many, how many millions of, of COVID that we're just afraid to call out for doing it because we've become a bunch of weaselly little cowards in the White House. And uh, we could have gotten them the glory they wanted on American television. I mean, look, there. Oh, I don't think anybody's going to remember who won what in these Olympics. I imagine her name is pronounced Gu, Elaine Gu. She grew up in California to a Chinese mother. Uh, she spent a few months every a few months every year in China uh, when she was a child, and uh, then in 2019 she chose to compete internationally for China, even though she's an American. <sighs> that is extremely disappointing. It is very very disappointing, uh, but it but it but it um, it follows the 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 complete deterioration that the Bidenistas have done to American patriotism and what it means to be an American, which is a, which is a step on the road to communism. All of these things, by the way, as I've you know, done in other podcasts that I, I think you probably uh, went through last year, all of these things that are going on are, are almost all connected. And if I had been able to get to Jimmy today, and Jimmy, I'm sorry, I'm not able to get to you. I'm sure he would have tied it together e- e- even better. I'll get to him tomorrow. But these are all t- these all jump out at you if you go back and read Marx and Engels and some of the, the lesser writers on communism. Destroy patriotism, destroy the family, destroy God. Get the structures out of the way <coughs> that might be more important than, than socialism and communism. Well, they sure as heck done that. I mean, when would an American have imagine if an American in nineteen thirty six who was an American German had decided to, to, to play for Germany? Would have been terrible. Well, we'll be back with you tomorrow. I promise you, uh, Jimmy, I'll get to you tomorrow because I'm sure you'll have even a better thought on this than I do. But remember, keep watching these connections. It's like a puzzle. And go back. I'll get you my podcast that pulls some of those puzzles together. But you can go to rudyscommonsense.com and get any of them, particularly the ones that pull it together on China. God bless America. What if you could have a career? 
where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.